It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You damn right. Hope everybody is having a good Tuesday. We just got a text in that said, Chad, you got to go with Cowboys from Hell one more time. Oh, there's too many of those because I've been doing it too long. Cowboys from Hell, Gorilla Radio, Coheed and Cambria. This would be Ghost if you don't know. Square Hammer from Ghost. I'm hoping to see it live on September 3rd. Thanks to any and every opening bed I've ever been a part of. Oh, my goodness. It is finally... August 1st, we actually got here. They said we were going to get a last show. We're getting the last show. And we are the last weekday show to say goodbye in full. The other three have had their last show. Zay was off yesterday. I was as well. We're back here for one more time around. Here we go. You'll be a part of it. And we're going to try to say a whole bunch of names and thank a whole bunch of people. Chad and Zay, one more time in 2023. I am Chad Hastings, and he is the Bowie Bulldog, the Tower of Power, too sweet to be Thower, Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Oh, man. Very bittersweet day, Chad. The last dance, the last show. We're going to celebrate. Even though it's a sad day, we're going to celebrate, and you and I are going to do the show as well as we can and give the people what they want for the last time on these airways. I agree. I think it's a good plan. First off, are you a crier? I haven't asked that yet. Uh, I don't know yet. Don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, Bucky Gobble's been giving me a lot of hell talking about, yo, man, uh, Mike Harge got him. Mike Harge. Dude, got Mike, him. Mike Harge got choked up. Yo, that was great radio. That was amazing. Oh, it was incredible. I love incredible. what Harge did, and I appreciate him a lot. But you know Bug. Bug just... <laughs> He's a ridiculous person. So he is counting down when is Zay going to cry. Uh-huh. He thinks, he's go- he yeah, thinks he, you're going to get yeah, got I'm, today. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can okay. jump through it. All right. I appreciate you trying to battle through. But I'm with you. I like to look at this as a celebration of what was and not to be too sad about it. Hey, I just went to a funeral with an open bar. All right. See, okay. It happened. I went to my man E. Kruger's ceremony over the weekend. Rest in peace to the great Eric Kruger. 30-year vet, and we told you all about Eric, and we played the tribute and everything. It was an incredible ceremony, and Mike Caps and Bob Cole spoke, and there was a great song played and all this stuff. They had a bar. They had wine and beer and some food. It was great. So I had me a beer in honor of Eric. I had a beer I've never had before. He was a a beer connoisseur, kind of like I've become, but I had a beer I've never had before. So when I have it again, I'm going to think of Eric Kruger. So yes, we will have the happiness today. And I'm going to warn everybody right now, I'll warn Zay and I'll warn all of you, since I've been doing this for a minute or two, I have a few names that I have Yo, typed that's a out. Long list. I have a few names that I've typed out. I have a couple different sections here. So what I'm going to try to do is, in the crap bag, last crap bag is going to be the big main radio goodbye. But Zay and I are going to save the personal goodbyes for the, last, the very last segment of the show. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, if I miss you and you don't get the shout out uh-huh. like you deserve... I appreciate you. I am sorry. Exactly. That's what I'm. We only got three hours here. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, there will be a lot of names, but I always say this business is about names. When I tell the you know young folks getting in the business, I say learn the names, learn how to say it, learn when to say it, and why to say it. I can still hear a guest that was trying to be an authority say Willis McGahee on the air. Mm. Couldn't tell you what he said after that. Tough. Because when he did it, Kevin Dunn and I looked at each other like, well, that's not going to go well. So. The names are so important in sports, but they are important in our lives, too. So we're going to throw some names out today, um, and I'm going to start. The main group I want to start with is the fans, but first, just a quick personal for me. Here's how big the show is today, Zay. It's so big my wife and daughter are listening. Wow. Yeah. That's big time. My wife uses the show as just like putting a mirror under my nose, making sure I'm breathing. That's basically (laughs) what she does. 
checking in, right? When we first met, she probably just listened to think, is he really on the radio? Is he really calling that game he says he's calling? But they are listening right now. So, of course, my wife and daughter, a big shout-out to them, my biggest supporters, uh, to my parents and family and real close friends. There's two friends I want to mention in the close circle uh, that I love talking sports with. I don't have many friends that I talk the business with. There's kind of separate friends and whatever. And everybody that I talk that I consider like work friends, that's who I usually talk the business with. One is Rick Sacamano, one of my best friends in the world. I talk about him all the time. His actual last name is not Sacamano. That part we made up. But he is a real person. And uh, he's one of my best friends. He's been one of my biggest supporters and fans for uh, as long as I can remember. 25 years ago this summer is when he and I met. So to Sacamano, I can't wait for, let's see what's coming up. Ghost. Pearl Jam, Chris Stapleton, and Aerosmith. I'm going to see them all with Sacramento this year. Oh, some shows, man. Yeah, going to see some good shows. So, uh, shout out to, to Rick. Also, shout out to our friend Sherry. She started out as a co-worker and friend of my wife. She's become a friend of our family, and she has been incredible to our daughter. She loves our dog just the right amount. Enough to love the dog, but not enough to steal the dog. She tries to steal the dog in her mind, but she doesn't actually do it. So, a shout out to Sherry. Cowboys fan. Loves talking sports, and she does keep up with the career. And and she even forgives me when I don't retweet her stuff. So, Sherry, uh, big big salute to you. We are still planning to go hit Deep Eddie and see if they have some new flavors. And as far as I know, we are on for Cowboys and Jets. So get your charcuterie board ready. All right, so that's the super personal stuff out of the way. And we got to get to all the different groups and people and all that stuff. There is a little Longhorn stuff today. There is a little Cowboy stuff. Sarkeesian spoke today. And real quick, Zay, I'm happy to report he was effectively boring. There we go. Did what he needed to do. Although, here's your headline. I'll see if you're good with it. Headline, Steve Sarkeesian, Texas on a mission in the last Big 12 season. Quote, I think this team is on a mission. They've taken this mindset of being on a mission. They've kind of adopted the John Wick mentality. And he got into the thing that Quinn Ewers has already gotten into. That's right. You're good with it, right? Yeah. Five and seven season two years ago, they killed your dog like John Wick. <laughs> we need that revenge on everybody. On your way out, on the refs that are going to be against you, the fans, everybody that throws horns down, et cetera, et cetera. We are on a mission. That's what it's all about. Hell yeah, you got to come in with that mentality. Everybody. Which team do you think it was that killed the dog? Um, Do you have one as a Texas fan that you feel like was the dog? The dog died. It might have been that OU game, the comeback. The comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spencer Rattler. Yeah, okay. All right. Caleb Williams. Who the hell is this? We don't think he's going to be the number one pick in 2024, a guy that all NFL scouts is going to think is the next best thing. He's the second string. He's not going to come in and win the game. Mm -hmm. That is slaughtering the puppy. Just straight <laughs> slaughtering it and then leaving it on your doorstep yeah. with a note. Yeah. All that stuff. With a yeah. smiley face on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah, weird. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, absolutely. I love this mentality that Sark <laughs> is buying into. Quinn Ewers, the whole team, et cetera. Jalen Ford. Yo, you should have been defense, uh, defensive player of the year in the Big 12, dog. Not old boy with a hard name, like from Kansas State. Yeah. He didn't deserve it, even though they won and stuff. Okay, yeah, he had a good season. He wasn't tackling like you. Double-digit tackles seemed like every weekend. Come on now. Everybody got a chip on their shoulder. Kansas killed the dog. Somebody just texted. Oh, yeah. That, Kansas mm. killed the dog. Yeah, it was a group effort. It wait, was just one person. Wait, hold on. Somebody's going all the way back. Texas Tech Crabtree catch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's too far back. No, 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 no. Way, way too far <laughs> the back. The dog wasn't even born yet. That's crazy. Uh, this text says, thank you, fellas. You were becoming my favorite show to listen to. Were becoming? What? Uh, good luck with what is next. <laughs> Zay, appreciate the new uh, newer takes and hip-hop more age-friendly to me. Ha <laughs> ha. Chad, there hasn't been a show you were part of that I didn't like. Oh, that's nice. Thank you so much. Uh, and that leads us, Zay, to the most important group of people. It's easy to say, but it's true, that we wouldn't be here without the fans. So right now, I've been doing it so long, I, have to call, I called it listeners, callers, texters, fans. Because now it's everything. So my list starts with Chris Bennett. Wow. I don't have a lot of goals left in my life. Meeting Chris Bennett's one of them, though. CB, if you're out there, I have a proposition. I will hit you up on Twitter or something at one point, but I would love to meet you someday. No one's ever met him. 
I do believe that he's a person and not a supercomputer, even though I made the CB9000 joke many times. But CB, you are absolutely the rock star of all listeners. The amount of help, the amount of assistance, the amount of care that you put into it is incredible. And I will try to forgive you for all the Aggie hatred you have thrown my way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> talk about a man of a man. Love Chris Bennett, what he's meant to my career. Like being the producer of Bucky and uh, Bucky and Aaron, it'd be about five thirty in the morning. You just getting up, mm-hmm. you're exhausted. It's just a random Wednesday in June or something like that. And you're like, dang, I need something for Holler Not CB. That's it. Send me some message. I don't even have to hit them up. You already just send me something. Oh, good looking out. Now I got something. Just like that. When I'm dragging, I know there's somebody like CB that can pick me up. Huge Texas fan and just a great person. And I'm I'm with you. If I could ever meet him, which I know that's probably not, you know, in the likes of my future. But I respect it. I really respect the grind. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, they always talk about that thing where there's a concept about God that – God might have to take on the shape of something you could understand because if you saw God in its glory, that you wouldn't be able to handle it. So I'm wondering if we ever actually met Chris Bennett, would it be like the last scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark where our faces just melt? Like, is he that magnetic and he knows it and he's just staying away from us? Is that what it is? I just expect him in a TJ4 jersey. Just glowing. Just glowing. Glowing in a TJ4 jersey. Hey, did he move out to Washington because he's a vampire like Pattinson, and that's why he can listen to every show at the same time? Is Pattinson? Maybe that's it. Remember? Exactly. Is he out there with the Twilight kids? Oh, man. This is another level I have never thought of. (laughs) All right, so Chris Bennett. You're my all-time number one, man. I want to definitely give yeah. you some love today. Don't get offended by Chad comparing you to Twilight Patterson and yeah. not Batman Patterson. Some other big-time listeners and fans through the years. Astros Kim reached out to me to see how things were going. Astros Kim is, a, is an absolute superstar. I love her to death. We've been out and you know shared a drink and a meal and talked about the business and stuff. Oh, Miss Girl. Talk about her all the time. Started listening 11, 12 years old, and she's out of college now. She hit me up wondering how things are going. To the angry Aggie kid who started calling years and years ago, and he's now out out of college and into life, his dad, Sean, hit me up on social media and on our text line to say just thanks for being nice to his kid. But it was great. He would call up, and we'd put him on the on the phone and you know put him on the air and stuff. And uh, So angry Aggie kid, hope you're doing well. Uh, Lil Hollywood, uh, APD Jason, thank you for the, uh, the golf tournament. And the F your dog hole is one I always think of. Every t- <laughs> I thought of it this weekend. I got to play a little golf, and I thought of you guys. It was fantastic. Locksmith Alex. Zay, I don't know if you know this story. Locksmith Alex literally got me out of a locked studio over at the other place. Wow. The door was old. They used an old style. It got messed up. I got trapped in. Brian and Kevin were outside because they went to the bathroom. They stood in the producer studio, like where you are right now, and just laughed at me <laughs> for an hour and a half. I was locked in. Just locked it. Couldn't, couldn't do anything. So I did the show from there. They were jumping on that mic occasionally. We're doing the show. Uh, but Locksmith Alex is the one that showed up. And I think he may have, I think he either heard us say it or someone had the connection to call. But that's the day I met Locksmith Alex when he literally got me out of that studio. Power of radio. Exactly. So Locksmith Alex, I hope you're doing well out there. Uh, we've had all sizes. We've had a little Kev and a big Craig over the years. There's an OU Mark, Tavo. Back in the day, we had a bad Bill Cosby before the Bill Cosby thing happened, and then I guess they all became bad. But bad Bill Cosby was a great caller. Easy E from heaven. That's one you would have loved. Easy E used to call us from heaven <laughs> and make comments. Tiger Mike, Sal from New York City. Sal's still out there. He'll still hit, he was still hitting the blitz. Yep, shout out to Sal. Yeah, how about Ron? Ron, one of my favorite uh, listeners and callers from the very beginning. Finally met Ron, and he was the genuine article, exactly like he was on air. Wild Hog Wayne, Georgia Mike, female listeners 15917, and are there other numbers I'm forgetting? Did we label any more? Those are the ones I remember. There's a lot. A lot of female listeners, obviously, out there. Thank you. To Carrie. The president of the Rod Babers fan club. Carrie, you're one of my favorite fans of all time. Always love talking to you at remotes. Uh, also one of my favorites, Zay Nate and his daughter Grayson. When she was six years old, she wanted Kevin Dunn and me to have her autograph. She didn't want ours. She wanted us to have hers. I still have it. I showed my daughter the napkin last night. I have a napkin that says, to Chad Grayson. And it's written just like you think a six-year-old would write it. 
And they also got me little Tampa Bay Buccaneer toys because she heard me say I like the Bucks on the air. And she was sweet enough to go win something. You know, you put the quarter in and you play the game. They literally oh, spent the claw? Yeah, they spent the money. No, no, just the twist thing. Oh, I'm about to say. Where I, you twist and it comes up. But you still have to play till you get it. Yeah, you still spend that paper. And they spent the money till they got me some toys or whatever. So Nate and Nate's our helmet guy. Nate's made up cool little mini helmets and regular helmets, and he used to do all this cool stuff. Nate, shout out to you as well. There have been listeners that have given me mini helmets over the years. Just send them to me. I don't even know who they are. Old Oregon helmet. I have a Notre Dame helmet. I have an old school Rice helmet. Just because the listener sent it to me, heard me running my mouth about mini helmets. Wow. So just in case y'all are out there. Every XFL, every... Oh, no, don't waste y'all's money on that. Uh, no, no. USFL. How about original USFL? How about a Tampa Bay Bandits helmet? Can I get a hold of one of those? I'm just kidding. Yo, if somebody sends you a USFL helmet, that's borderline stalking. Yeah, we you should look into Yeah, that. that's true. We, need to, we do need to look into that. <laughs> um, who else here? Miles Coleman's parents. That's some of the recent ones. Getting to meet that couple was so cool. I'm a mark for Vandergriff. Y'all know that. Uh, big fan of the Vipers, and they're an extra reason why. Getting to know them a little bit, finding out about Miles, uh, and I can't wait to watch them this season. So to his parents, and then uh, a couple other weird ones, Zay. To the cop that didn't give me a ticket, he literally said, well, I listen every day, so I guess I should have, I'll just give you a warning. Oh, that's big time. That happened way back in the day. Uh, there were three fans or so that have recognized my voice in a restaurant. That is both creepy and cool at the same time. Really weird. Like they're sitting behind me yeah. at a table. That's strange. How loud are you? I must be. Well, <laughs> you you work with me every day. You know how loud I am. Uh, and then the last two weird ones, to the sweet lady that was working in the cheese section of H-E-B at a remote who brought me a little piece, a little t- uh, uh, note, you know, like a, a post-it note that said, you have a great voice, underline great, and put an exclamation point after it. She was the sweetest lady. She was like mid to late 60s, probably maybe even yeah. into her 70s. Sweet as she could be. I still have found the note last night because I'm because wow. I don't throw stuff away. But for some reason I reached up was like, is that and there it was. Still have it. Yeah, if hoarding was healthy, then they would look at yeah, you. Exactly. It's not bad. But the last one, Zay, just happened to the UPS guy that delivered something to the house and he goes, You're I had to sign for the thing. He said, You're not the Chad Hastings from 1049 the Horn, are you? I said, Yeah, I am. And he said, you're not supposed to say, yeah, you're supposed to say, you're damn right. <laughs> That's amazing. So I said, well, you're damn right then. It was fantastic. <laughs> I didn't get them all. We won't get them all today, but thank you. Listeners, callers, texters. I don't think they know, Zay, how important this text line was. Callers used to be important to a degree, but sometimes if you got the wrong caller, it could un- undo a show. For sure. But this text line is awesome. Just boom, 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 boom. They fire them at you. You can pick the ones you like, and you really feel like you get a, a relationship with them. So thank you to all the listeners, callers, texters, fans. And like I keep saying, follow all of our guys on social media. It's the power we have now to keep everybody kind of updated, to be able to call a press conference whenever we want to, to say, boom. Here's what I might be doing. Boom. This is what this is. Boom. Thank you guys for the support. Back in the old days, we didn't have that. So thanks to all the listeners for being cool. And we hate that some of this was weirdly presented. We aren't able to give the information like we always want to and all that. But, again, I'm thankful we get a last show today, which means we get to thank you guys one more time. Yeah, I might say this is the last dance referring to the Michael Jordan documentary with the last season of the 98 Bulls. And, <laughs> right. you know, I probably did a little, little Sage today, a little Phil Jackson, just to keep my mood light and stuff. But don't get that twisted like I have a relation, like a Jerry Cross relationship to a higher ups here. I do not. I have a great relationship with all those people. Lee Hudson hugged me and you before the show and kind of cried with us a little bit. And, you know, what she's meant to my career has been big and everybody else from Christina and on. And, yeah, like you said, Chad, just the fans. It's been amazing just seeing random people just stop you on the street and say what up. You know, being on Bevo Boulevard, being at the Moody Center and just trying to walk to my seat and section to uh, watch the game. They're like, yo, Zay, you're the best. This and that. I'm like, like that's love. That means the world. Yeah. You know, that's what we do this for. Cause at the end of the day, you know, it's that that's what it is. Like I love this job. I love radio. I'm definitely gonna miss it. But the memories mean way more than anything negative here. And that's what I want to cherish. And yeah, man, you've been great to me. And yeah, it's just 
<laughs> it's hard to even bring up words about it, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is what it is, and appreciate the love from everybody. Yeah, man, we do. And by the way, thank you to the texter who just reminded me of this one. This would be one of the most rude things I've ever said, except for the fact that I know this guy, and I think he's going to take it the right way. This text says, what about Blind Sean that would always call in? Hey, Blind Sean, you know what? My bad. I didn't see you there, brother. I didn't see you. That's my bad. That's my bad. Sean, I love you, man. I'm so sorry I forgot. Blind Sean's one of our favorites from over the years. He would call, and real quickly he let us know he was blind. So then his comments would be about blindness. And he'd make a comment like, even I could see that call. And we were like, whoa, whoa okay, there we okay, go. Sean. Yeah, I dig it. He's fantastic. He's been out to remotes and stuff. And, yes, in fact, here's a good transition. Coming up, we're going to talk to Brian Jones of CBS Sports one more time. Brian's agreed to come on. Uh, I appreciate him for that. And one day at a remote. Brian Jones stole, flat out stole, a barbecue sandwich from Blind Sean. Wow. Just stole it. Now, in Brian's defense, it was one of those Rudy's uh, chopped beef sandwiches they would specially make for the remotes that our man Mitch and the crew would make. And Zay, it is the finest chopped beef sandwich I've ever had in my life. Solid chopped beef. Still, you probably shouldn't steal it from blind people. Right. But Brian was hungry. Brian was hungry. In fact, we'll get him to defend himself coming up. Yeah, I gotta I'll, hear this. I'm gonna see what his latest version of that he story is. He's kind of like the best type of fella right <laughs> now. <laughs> from a blind man, like I don't know where his faith is, but he gets to those pearly gates. That's, uh, that man upstairs gonna remember that one. You're saying I did not exactly give Brian a great <laughs> intro, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He stole from a blind man, Brian Jones. That's that's coming up. That's part of my brilliance, folks. I make him feel real good as they're coming on the show. Uh, by the way, later on, one more visit with Justin Wells from Inside Texas uh, on Three dot com, as well as Joe Cook from Inside Texas. We have them on Mondays and Wednesdays, so we thought we. Would have a meet in the middle on a Tuesday. Give them and Inside Texas a little more love on this day when Sark has a presser. So all that coming up and my main goodbye to the radio guys coming up at 1245 in the crap bag. So if you're asking yourself, is he going to say that name? Well, you'll find out at 1245. What about that name? How about that one? Does he remember that guy? Well, you're going to find out. That's later on. It's Chad and Zay. One last time. Brian Jones is coming up one more time. We'll ask him about Texas, the Cowboys, and the theft of the barbecue sandwich. Next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, can I just tell you? But I went with the Dallas Cowboys shirt today because it just felt appropriate. But my man Zay walked in here today wearing an ACDC t-shirt. You feel me? And I believe it says, let there be rock. Am I correct? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes! This, of course, would be Hell's Bells from ACDC. You could go with either one. Good choice. And a nice shirt choice. Now, just to make sure, you did not purchase that just for the show, did you? No, I did not. Okay, good. You already had that. I've had it for a couple months. Did you did you purchase the shirt because I had you listen to Back in Black? Yes. Yes! There we go. A convert. Yeah, just wanted to show what kind of effect you had on me. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And I told you that when I was at the beach yesterday and somebody woke up wearing an Ice Cube t-shirt, I gave you a little credit for me noticing that. See? Now we just got to get you an Ice Cube t-shirt. That's right. Oh, I'll wear an Ice Cube t-shirt. I'll do that. I need to get me a body count t-shirt. I'll get beat up, I'll get beat up in every neighborhood in the world. Um... But here's what you need to do. Have you ever heard the song Let There Be Rock? I probably have. I couldn't point it out if uh, definitely definitely dial that one up. Okay. Dial that one up. Great song. That's one of my favorite ACDCs. That's the old lead singer. Rest in peace, Bon Scott. And a terrific ACDC song. All right, so ACDC gets us started today. Any particular theme today? Are you gonna do like the Uh, goodbye or last time or any of that? Or are you just well, yeah, we'll see. Just whatever you're feeling. Whatever I'm feeling. Okay, ACDC gets us started. We do appreciate that. Lots of great texts uh, are rolling in. Were we able to to get a hold yeah, he's on. of the man, the myth, the legend? Let's do it one more time. I, I, I don't even know if I can take this compliment. He actually communicated with me before August 1st. This must be a big deal. It's the Vaqueros Cafe Cantina Hotline, and he is CBS Sports' Brian Jones. You see him on the college football, and you have for years, way back in the day, before he became big time, he was hanging out with me 
and Kevin Dunn and doing radio and learning, well, you know, how to be big time. Brian Jones, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, <laughs> What's up man? Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. There you go. There you go. You know, I turned Brian on to, first off, Brian walked in as a quiet riot guy, and he he liked some of that metal stuff. Yep. Brian, I turned you on to Motorhead, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Wow. You get me to uh, Motorhead. I was into Danzig. My man Shriver hit me to all that. Uh-huh. And he turned me on to Motorhead. Yes, sir. There you that go. Correct. All right, Brian, before we talk sports, I inadvertently mentioned one of your, uh, not one of your better moments, but we were talking about our favorite listeners. I forgot Blind Sean and then mentioned Blind Sean, and I said, well, we need to ask Brian about the day he stole the barbecue sandwich from Blind Sean. Can you confirm or deny that that happened? (laughs) Deny, deny, deny until I die. There you go. What you're Damn. what you're saying? I steal that man Savage. He was he was full, and I don't like food to go to waste. Growing up, po, we didn't leave nothing for the roaches, so I just made sure the roaches didn't get his sandwich. There you go. And the evil Kevin Dunn made it seem like you stole the sandwich, and that's how the rumor got started. Is that right? <laughs> Remember how I, I just recall when everyone would have their name on their food. Yeah, that was way, that was way back. That was way back. And of course, Brian's phone's gonna mess up a little bit on the last time. Yeah, right. The phone, the phone's emotional, right? The phone is emotional. Oh man, that's okay. Just on that last, oh, on that last answer, you got a little shaky. So we may need you. To, is, is it raining frogs or something? Are you okay? Is that better? Oh man, yeah, that's rough. All right, let's try to reconnect. We'll try to reconnect. We don't want to have Brian getting too. Uh, too, you know, spastic on us there, and uh, we wanted to try to I stay. Know, he all big time, so there's a whole process. He got a lady that has to talk before him. Let us know who you are and what you want before we connect to the person you're trying Wait, to Wait, you had to call a pre-call and oh, it was yeah, that bad yeah, when we got that there? Big time. He's that big time. Okay, but the pre-call should get us to a better phone line. Uh, you, you would think. Come on, Brian. Real quick, this text says, Zay, love following you with your time at the Horn. Done a great job and look forward to seeing what you do in the future. You're probably going to have um, all kinds of time. Uh, you'll have time to, to get things done. you got plenty of time. He's telling me I don't have much time left. I appreciate you for that enjoy it and capital letters leave giselle alone can't do it <laughs> can't do it no Giselle digs her own grave he's not going to do that someone else texted hell yeah shoot to thrill that's another great song oh i know zay's heard shoot to thrill that is back in black of course um somebody says enjoyed listening to the variety uh, the various shows that you've been a part of really hope to hear you again on the air with another station through a podcast or whatever you make me smile each day thank you so much female listener number fill in the blank thank you for that all right brian let's see if we get it back are you good does it, is this better please ooh. tell me this oh that sounds a lot better yeah that sounded a lot better <laughs> Okay, I just wanted I got, to make sure. Ooh. I wanted to make sure as you're presenting your innocence to the court that you didn't steal that sandwich. I want to make sure we're hearing you clearly. <laughs> oh my God! Hey man, I've forgotten all about that barbecue sandwich. But thanks for uh, bringing that back into my purview. Well, they were good. You remember how good they were? Rudy's would special make those things. You oh. could you couldn't get them in the restaurant. They would not do that for you in the restaurant back then, but they would bring them just make them just for us for those remotes, man. They were so good. Dude, I would sit at the window there at the uh, office waiting on Mitch to show up <laughs> with that barbecue and that 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 cream corn. Uh-huh. I mean, I I know that corn from a former life. Whew, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, Brian knows that that corn and that barbecue was served at my wedding for a reason. Yeah. Oh. Rudy's is serious. Because I'm a big fan. Along with the box wine. That's right. The box wine, which got Brian and a couple others to run to the liquor store. Thank God. Thank Kevin, you. Thank you, Brian. It was and you and Kevin Dunn. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We, had to, we had to make a run to save the wedding, man. Yeah, thank God. Save the wedding? I ended, I ended that night drinking banana rum and Dr. Pepper, thanks to Brian Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what happened. Uh, all right, Brian, let's let's mix in a little sports here because I want I wanted you to give me your thoughts here as we're coming into a very important season for both Texas and for the Cowboys. Let's start with the Longhorns. 
Get, I know you, you may not have gotten super deep, deep into the prep and all that because I know it's just August 1st and I'm not allowed to talk to you normally until today, but <laughs> do you have a prediction for us right now if you had to give one for Texas? What kind of, what kind of team do you think Sark's going to produce in uh, year three? I think it's going to be a team that wins those close games that they were losing a season ago. If we can get the uh, – here I go again with my weave. Uh, <laughs> if they can get consistent quarterback play, that, that dude who showed up during that first half versus Alabama, he can find that magic. And it doesn't have to be every play, but uh, you know, 60, 70, 85% of the time, if he can play such as he did in that ball game early on, and we saw bits and pieces of it after he uh, returned from injury. That guy shows up. They've got a great chance of winning offensively. Those young bucks on that offensive line, listen, as we broke down the film, each week last last year, Bijan was just special. Uh, And that guy can make the first one, two, three of them miss. So there were too many holes in that offensive line. They've got to get better up front. If they do so, and the quarterback plays as he has shown in the past, uh, they should be cooking with gas. Defensively, I would love for a pass rusher to uh, emerge. Maybe that Sorrell kid, someone has to step up and, and get to the quarterback without them having to dial up blitzes all the time. And I so, so want Mr. Catalan, the transfer from Arkansas, to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, you talking about a slobber knocker back there. Hmm. That dude brings he brings the funk, and I've been I've been singing his praises since he was a freshman at Arkansas. Wondering how do you get away from Texas? Uh, but it, he, the last couple of years, he's been injury prone. He's got to stay on the field. If so, uh, you've got an ideal secondary and a guy back there who can lead them and definitely bring the funk. Yeah, B. Jones, we'll see if Sark could get over that hump going into the SEC next season. But speaking of the SEC, that's what you've been covering for so long. And coming up this year, it seems like Kirby Smart just had the whole nation in a chokehold when the last two national championships. And you see how frustrated Nick Saban is with all his pressers, and he's just a scrum about every damn thing. But that team in Baton Rouge, they're <laughs> creeping on the door. Brian Kelly, he did a way better job than what people thought he was going to do with that weird-ass accent when he came in on campus and now and now with Daniels on another season we'll see what they can do do you think anybody could you know kind of change the SEC that's not Georgia uh, it's, it's going to be Bama or it's going to be LSU and I wouldn't uh, leave out Ole Miss either if they can shore up their defense because uh, they've got a hell of a running back in that uh, Quinchon Judkins uh, that kid is phenomenal, and he is the truth, and he proved that as a true freshman last year. But you're right about Daniels. Uh, listen, LSU scored 30 and still lost by 30 in that SEC championship game. They didn't have enough depth. They didn't have the backups you need to play four quarters and go toe-to-toe with Georgia. But Jaden Daniels, as he did versus Alabama, as these, these legitimate dual-threat quarterbacks do against any bona fide defense they give you fits man and you can't account for that dude in those wheels so uh he, he's electric stays healthy he gives lsu a chance to, to uh be repeat winners of the uh the sec west but i'm not counting out uh a&m uh this the team is still well stocked and they have been for a couple years that quarterback position uh has been perplexing especially last season dealing with injuries but they still have a lot of firepower and I think they're going to be in the mix. So it's going to come down to those three and, and, and possibly uh, Ole Miss uh, as far as who wins the West. Tennessee, Joe Milton can step in. He's been in that system. Matter of fact, he was a starter before Hooker took over a couple of years ago. And, it, and, and he uh, knows that offense. And, and here's a team uh, that will not go anywhere. If there, anyone's going to give uh, Georgia – uh, troubles in the East, it's going to be Tennessee and, and maybe South Carolina. We've got that game. I think it's week three, uh, Georgia mm-hmm. at South Carolina, I believe. So we'll see if they can uh, find that magic they had at the end of the season. Remember what they did to Tennessee? That's when Hooker got hurt, and then they knocked off Clemson uh, as well, and I believe they won their bowl game. So they closed the season off uh, out pretty pretty good there for Coach Beamer. So it'll be Tennessee and, and South Carolina. Not sure Kentucky can – it, it can do much uh, against these boys. But they get the, the transfer from um, NC State, I believe. Their quarterback, uh, Devin Leary, comes over to, to the Wildcats. But Georgia, 
once again, uh, they're built just as Bama was built when, when Coach Saban was building that program up and bringing it back to prominence. That's what Kirby Smart has done, and, and they're just erasing and replacing currently. Hmm. Yeah, B. Jones, you better say South Carolina because I saw that G-Wagon that Spencer Rattler got yesterday, and I'm like, bruh, you better bring it this year. Like, that's what a first-round draft pick's supposed to drive. You better bring it this year driving that nasty whip. (laughs) I missed it. I missed it. What's he driving? A G-Wagon Benz. A G-Wagon. As clean as it gets. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. I I didn't know what the G-Wagon was. two, two, Two bills. I run you about two bills, fully loaded. Brian, I didn't know what the G wagon was. Had to learn the the G wagon. Does that have some twenty fours on it? Are there twenty fours on that? <laughs> Where? What kind of rims are we putting on that, Brian Jones? Um, tipping on four foes. There, there you go. So now, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. This season has a little nostalgia for CBS. Is this last year? You know, I love my CBS 230 uh, SEC, but this will be the last yeah. year, correct? So, are you studying up on what old oaken buckets and uh, little brown jugs and all that stuff? <laughs> we had our first uh, our first visit to the Big Ten Media Days last week up in Indianapolis, and you are correct. We were already aware of all those those crazy trophies they have up there. You got the axe, you got the old oak and bucket. Oh, I love it. Florida Rosedale. Love it. All that stuff, man. They, they got some, some quirky trophies. But, yeah, we were up in Indian and, and interviewing coaches and players, and, and we'll double up this year, SEC and Big Ten. And uh, then next year, uh, right now, it's just the Big Ten. Uh, that's who we'll be rolling with. And it's sayonara to uh, the SEC. It's been a good ride. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, how about our Cowboys, Brian? Are you ready to say they can take the division from the Eagles? Where no. are you on the Cowboys Hell trying to run the no. damn ball? Hell no. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing till I see it. And it all comes down to that dude at quarterback. And I've been seeing all these reports. CD Lamb, Dak is looking this and that. And it's his team. It's, on, it's in his hands. It's been in his hands. And he does nothing with it when it's in his hands, especially in the playoffs, as past quarterbacks uh, haven't done or have done nothing. Uh, So, no, it's a wait and see with them, man. I'm getting hyped about them. I'm hyped about my Longhorns. uh, But as far as the Cowboys, wait and see. And, you know, people keep asking me, are you excited about Texas going to the SEC? No, I'm excited about them winning again. I don't care which conference they're a part of, just win. Uh, so I want to see them get to that double-digit wins, win the conference on the way out, and, and we'll see what happens with college football playoffs and all that stuff. But uh, it should be a, a damn good year. They're well-stocked now. Stay healthy and just take care of business. Yes, in case you have not done the scoring in your head, in the future, the SEC will not be big enough for the Texas Longhorns and Brian Jones. So you might want to enjoy (laughs) this season of the SEC with CBS and Brian. And then, like you said, that transition is coming next year. If you're on Twitter, at Jones and FOMO, one of my favorite Twitter handles of all time, check him out on CBS Sports. You will see that sexy beard that all the ladies love so much. Brian, I appreciate you, brother. You know how long we've been, to get, been together, how long we've known each other, but most importantly, the fact that these last few years, you did not have to answer, you did not have to say yes. I know you're big time, and I know you tell a lot of people no when they ask, but you always tell me yes. I appreciate that, and uh, I'm not going to lose your number, uh, and I will try not to communicate with you too much, you know, but uh, I, I'm going to keep your number if it's okay, and you know, I might call you from time to time and say hello. Listen, man, you can call whenever. Chad Haston calls, I pick up. He says jump. I say how high. And I love you, dude. I enjoyed working with you. I've shared in the past how much I grew learning from you and and you holding my feet to the fire. That's what a teammate does. They hold each other accountable, and you definitely did that with me. I I learned a ton from you and Trey and and, and Kevin. And, you know, even though you guys are – much younger than me, but uh, it, it was a joy to, uh, to work with you, and that's why anytime you call, uh, I, I try my best to, uh, to accommodate. And, and Zay, uh, you just have gotten to know you through the airwaves here over the last year, man. Thanks for all you've done, and, 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 and uh, they're working with my buddy, man. They don't get any better than Chad Hastings. You're, you're freaking smart, you're professional, you're down to earth, you're caring, and 
you're a hell of a broadcaster. So the future will be bright for you. And hey, keep 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 your eyes open. I might be moving back to Austin. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I'm getting married uh, Thursday. What? So we're gonna try that again. <laughs> Wait, and, what? Uh, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Wait, hold on one one second. Now back, hold on. Back in the day, you're the only person I ever know that married a dolphin trainer. Does this one train wild animals too? <laughs> wow. Well, that's why I had to give that one up. You thought I was slipper. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, congratulations, uh, no. dude. Well, 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 thank you. Yeah, looking forward to it. One more, one more day and a wake up. You know, and uh, going gonna do that little deal and and, and embark on another season and, and possibly uh i've been doing some house searching in austin man i'm coming back oh man very cool well definitely let me know when you're back in town and thank you extra for answering this call when you're dealing with wedding prep and all that so congratulations all my best for the wedding i'm sure my present will get lost in the mail we'll talk soon <laughs> you got it buddy Y'all take <laughs> thank you man congrats b jones thank you man <laughs> Yeah, oh my just God. threw that out there. What? Just threw, what? Oh, my God. Damn, Thursday? It's a two days. Bri- Brian's one of those dudes that I thought, yeah, he may go the whole way and never get married. Now, this will be number two. This will be marriage number two. Didn't okay. work out the first time. We'll see if it works out the second time. Hey. Yeah. Love's love, man. Yeah, this time, instead of a dolphin trainer, maybe he got someone that's going to train him. Wow. Right? <laughs> going to try to tame that wild animal. That's tough to do. He sounds happy. Tough to do. That's right. Hey, she couldn't resist. She saw that sexy, saw, that uh, on TV. saw the sexy beard, saw the sexy Santa Claus, or what was somebody called him? The sexy, uh, what's the dude's name that coached at Indiana and the Bears? And, uh, not um, Lovey Smith. Yeah. A little sexy Lovey Smith going on. Yeah, that's what Brian's got going. All right, coming up, we'll get you one last crap bag here on the horn. I'm going to try to get the radio thanks out to the main radio folks I've worked with over the years. Let's see if I can get through it without crying. Justin Wells, Inside Texas, on3.com, coming up at about 1.05. Stay with us. It's the horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chad and Zay. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. Some more soothing music that I've maybe gotten Zay into <laughs> while we've been doing this show together. Oh, man. This would be Creeping Death from Metallica. That's right. Off the Ride the Lightning album. And that's the album I had you listen to, right? That's right. Yeah, baby. First album that my wife and I fell in love with from Metallica. Great record. Good stuff. Little Creeping Death. Metallica and ACDC to get us started today. All right. uh, Justin Wells is coming up at 105. I'm probably going over here. I'll warn you because the crab bag is coming up. I'm going to try to cram a lot in here. We got our flex segment coming up, a commitment change, and a team to watch. So pay attention there. Uh, And we also have Joe Cook coming up at 205. Last show for Zay and myself. A lot of thanks to get to. So here we go. One more crab bag. Chad's crab bag. Crab bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. I'll give one more shout-out to AV Consultations, even though it may or may not be technically on the book today. Tom McKay, thank you so much for your support over the years. 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. All right, here we go. The main radio thanks. Let's see if I got everybody in there. Thank you to a friend named Laura, rest in peace, for telling me a joke in 1997 that would make it all possible. Thanks to Bobby Brubeck, the mayor of Maynard Downs. To Jim Oliver, a great Vandegrift Viper dad. And the legendary Linda Fenton and the whole Golfsmith crew for encouraging me. Thanks to Larry Kirko, the bear himself, for saying something that made me call the station. Thanks to Doug Robb for answering and calling, answering the call and supporting that silly voice. Thanks to Bill Shoning and Jeff Ward for having fun with me on the air, challenging me, and giving me a little confidence. Then thanks to Bill Shoning for answering a voicemail in the fall of 97 and giving a young Scottish guy 
a chance. Bill, you are the butterfly in this story. I will always be grateful. Thank you to Lise Hudson for hiring me. She is the person technically responsible for hiring me the first time in 99, June of 99. June 14th was always what I considered my first full-time day. Lise, you'll always be my favorite intimidating boss. Thank you for every time you fought for me, the times I know about, and the ones I don't. Thank you to B&E and Bill and Craig. It was an honor to be your producer. Thank you for some of those incredible early memories. Thank you! To Chuck Meyer, the GOAT of PDs. You gave me a chance to be on a show at 24 years old, saved my job at least once that I know about, and gave me some of the best encouragement and advice I've ever gotten about the business. When I preach radio, I preach from the book of Monkey Chuck. Thank you to John Medani and Hugh Lewis. Gentlemen, you were dealt a weird hand with me and played it pretty well in 2000. Thanks for your patience. John, you taught me how to run the board and when to be an asshole. Hugh I should have learned more from you, but that's on me. Wish I could go back and try that show again. Thanks to Brian Jones. We just had him on. Brian, you punched me over and over. Then you literally shook me like a rag doll in front of an assembled Schultz Garden. Then we became radio partners and friends. You taught me how to have fun on the radio. When it comes to that, nobody did it better. Thank you to Kevin Dunn, part one. Somehow we had similar goals but never stabbed each other in the back. You made me and Brian even better, and the four of us with Trey... Killed it. That Christmas party picture is still one of my favorites of all time. Thank you to Craig Way. No one has or will teach me more about this business. Thank you for the early days with the talk shows and high school football. Thank you for trusting me to call basketball with you for UT. To this day, the main reason my dad thinks I am successful is because I worked with you. And he's not wrong. And thanks for the three months we got to do a show before I got fired in 07. I wish it could have been longer. I love you, Seaway. Gave him a hug today on his way out. Thanks to Jeff Ketchum for helping to keep me alive when I thought it was over. The drive was a hell of a four and a half years, maybe the most fun I've had. To A.T., Dustin, uh, Dustin McComas, Jace, The Beard, James Emmons, Tyler Coe, and all the drive-by callers, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to Bo Edge for being the country gorilla that showed me there's more than one afterlife. Love doing the show with you and J.D., and you did what you promised. I will not forget that. Thank you to J.D. Lewis, the dude that didn't have to be that cool and nice, but he was. J.D., your basketball and fantasy football knowledge blows me away. Thank you for teaching me what high-level air hockey looks like and that the greatest song ever is Far Behind by Candlebox. I will never forget it. And thanks for being one of the best guests ever all the way to the end. Thank you to Chip Brown, the dumpster diver, my little pony, the bloodhound. I'm glad we got to work together. I'm glad I got to see from the inside what it takes to be that A-level reporter. You were always fair and fearless. And thanks, uh, and thanks for my only real nickname over the years. Thanks to Kevin Dunn, part two. My brother, you get two parts, because we did two. Chapter two was incredible. You are the goat of this business for me. I will put your work up against anybody. No one was more real. No one was more prepared. No one was more passionate. They all loved you, and I do too. And thanks to Trey Elling, R-D-F. Our second chapter was unexpected, but great as well. I know you don't like the word, but you're the best producer I've ever seen. You helped guide four different versions of shows I was on more than anyone. You'll always, you always got the best out of me and told it like it was. All the best, and we will have that pizza. And finally, in this part, I'm going to go KK, Christina Killingsworth. I'm going to end it with you so I can end with a smile. That smile, that Magic Johnson, TJ Ford, Margot Robbie, Gal Gadot smile has and will continue to change people's days and lives. Others know more radio than you. A few have done more things in radio than you. But nobody feels about radio the way you do. Nobody loves it like you do. Don't let anyone take that from you. I love you, KK. The next stiff drink is on me. And to the rest of the Big 11, I got to mention Snoop Daniel. I got to do it because he busted his ass in this building, and that passion for high school sports definitely came through. Snoop, all the best. Ty Henderson, great to get to know you. Best of luck developing your voice in this business. You got that smile. You got that swagger. It is infectious. I'm also jealous of the, the, the facial hair. Thanks for all those long hours, and thanks for all the early mornings that you put in and may continue to put in. Thanks to Bucky Godbolt. Buck, two words. Heart and soul. That's what you are. Thanks for being our compass, our mascot, our inspiration, and our heart for all these years. When you put your heart into something and they return the love, you can't be stopped. You have my number. Call me anytime. 
Thanks to Aaron Hogan, the best combo guard around. You can do it all, my friend. You called with an idea when nobody else did in 2007. I'll never forget that. You could have been a world-class D-bag in 2021, but you didn't. I won't forget that either. I may have started in radio a little before you, but it looks like you're going to finish after me. Treat it right. You were made for each other. Thanks to Cameron Parker, the next big thing. I am honored to say I had anything to do with you getting a chance. You're a beast, and you can slay any jungle out there. If I can help in any way, let me know. Thanks to Craig Way. I hit the past already. My best for the future, Craig. Enjoy the SEC, learning those back roads, calling the games and the cathedrals that you've yet to visit, and getting to see my favorite game return. When you see Kyle Field in all its glory in 2024, I hope you think of me. Safe travel, Seaway. Thanks to Jeff Howe. I have loved getting to know you a little bit better these last few years. You are a pro's pro. There's not many left. All the best to you. I know you're not going to miss a beat. Please don't stop texting me random things about sports and pro wrestling because I'm not sure I could go on without it. Thanks to Patrick Davis. Speaking of pros, pros, it has been a pleasure, sir. I thought I knew sports and music. Then I talked to you. You do it all. I wish you all the best. Rod is right. You are underpaid. And tell Lou I'm going to miss his face too. Thanks to Rod Babers. The walking, talking, styling, profiling, woo! Example of why the dumb jock theory is total crap. Rod, you are as complete a talent as I have heard in our business. Your detail in prep is second to none. Your passion is inspiring, and your energy is impossible to match. It was a pleasure to put Ball Don't Lie together, and I'm sorry to see it go. Good luck in the next chapter. And finally, thanks to Mike Harge. I saved you for last, Serrano. Because you caused all this. My wife heard you the other day and said I had to be ready and write it down. So I did. Rod says you know everybody. But that's different than knowing a lot of people. You take the time to get to know someone. I knew that the night we met. Some just walked by the garden. You tend it and know every detail. You have had one of the most unique careers in our business. And I'm hoping it's not over. I love you, Harge. Lead with that smile and your character. And you can't go wrong. There are my main thanks. I'm saving Zay till the end. I'm saving Zay till the end. If I tried that right now, I don't think I could make it. But I made it through that without crying. How about that, Zay? Yo. You almost made me tear up. Oh, my goodness. Beautifully said. I made it through. Thank you very much. And thanks to my wife for making me write it down. Because I don't know that I was going to, but she heard hard, said I had to write it down. So there you go. And to every guy in the business, that ever heard me tell them that they were late for a break? It's like 103 and we're going to the break, Zay. <laughs> That'll happen. I am so, so sorry. I am late for this break. What are they going to do? Oh, no, it's too easy a joke. All right, coming up, Justin Wells, Inside Texas and On3.com. Sark's press conference today. What did he get out of it? And how excited is he, Longhorn fans? 32 days away from Texas and Rice. It's coming up, plus more thanks from us. We're trying to get as many names out there as we can. Zay's big goodbye comes up at 1.45. He's going to try to throw his list out. Then you're going to want to be here. Stay put. It's the Horn.